counselors, coaches, and advisors are passionate about providing you with relevant and relatable content on all matters of mental health, and maybe even some matters beyond that. In each of our podcasts, we will be speaking with experts about a particular mental health topic and finding out what they know. But more importantly, we will be asking them how their experience can be useful to our listeners. In other words, we want the show to be practical as well as informative. Welcome, everybody, to Chesterfield Counseling Associates. This is our podcast. It's no longer our inaugural podcast. It is actually now our second one. And my name is Sonia Myber. I am a professional coach here at CCA, and I also have the honor and the privilege of getting to interview um, some very interesting and fascinating people. Some of them are in the mental health profession. Some of them um, are providing services, um, workshops, coaching, counseling to people like you who are listening in hopes that they can share some of the knowledge and expertise that they have with other people. So today, I have the pleasure of introducing someone who I've actually known for a long time through his children. Um, and those children are getting bigger and more beautiful every day. Um, his name is Vince Matani. And he is, he is a lot of things. Um, other than being someone I've known for a while and a, and a dad and a husband, he's also an entrepreneur. So he's been in the business world. Um, he has been a husband of 17 years. He has two beautiful children. He likes golf and baseball. And right now he owns a leadership development company. He also would call himself a men's coach, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that means um, and what he does in that field. And recently, just to keep things interesting, he bought a coffee company. So, Vince, let's just go back and, and talk a little bit about what you're up to these days. And then I'd love to hear a little bit more about how your work um, and how your passion intersects with the lives of men. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, it's so good to be here. And I didn't realize I was your second guest. So that's actually like... Uh, that's it? You're that's, number two? That's an honor. <laughs> I feel like that's... I should be like number 82 or something, but... Well, you uh, have something coming up that's important. I do. So we want to we wanna make you number two. Yeah. Uh, I do have something coming up. Our, our marriage foundations workshop, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, um, my passion is people. And I've always known that. And it took me really until I was full blown adult to really realize like that's what God's called me really to be is just someone who's passionate for people. And I, I always, I, I tell people, they're like, you know, what do you do for work? And I say, well, I'm a, I'm in the people development business, but it's not what I do. Like that's literally who I am. And as being a husband and a father, I also realized the importance of developing really just for my family. Like first and foremost, if I can be a good husband and father, I think everything else falls in line. And, and through my own failures, uh, in the business world, I realized like I have to be better. I have to do way more work on myself um, in order to really be a good husband and father. And I got really passionate about working with men who want to do the same. And I think, I think with men, like obviously, I'm a big counseling proponent, but I think most men will never want to go the traditional route of counseling, which is unfortunate, and that's okay. Uh, so I provide a non-traditional route of someone that like a guy can go talk to. And I firmly believe like every guy needs a guy. Every guy needs a guy who they can take the mask off and go, look, I'm not doing well today. And tomorrow I might be okay, but today I'm not good. And I just need someone to talk to. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really where I realized a few years ago, like that was my calling that I kind of circled around the barn eight times before I, I landed here. So 
Can I yeah. pause for a second? Because that's something that we talk about um, quite a bit, actually, in counseling and in coaching. And I wonder, as a, as a guy, mm-hmm. why do you think it is so difficult? I have my own ideas, but why, why would you say it is difficult at times for men to seek conversation about things that are a little bit deeper? Um, you, you already said that they're not necessarily going to hop into counseling right away. So why is it hard for men to, to talk and to share about yeah. the things that are maybe... Yeah, go a little deeper. Yeah, I, I don't think we were ever taught how to understand and comp- comprehend our own emotions and feelings as as little kids. Now, that could go, if we trace this back generations, uh, it was never, men were not allowed to talk about their, their feelings. Um, I'm 37. So my dad, you know, in his, is in his 60s. And so if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you definitely knew like, we don't talk about that stuff as guys. You buck mm-hmm. up, you don't cry. You put your big boy pants on and you go out and you do your job and you don't complain. Now, I think we've gone maybe over the other side to the other extreme of that, right? And And so I'm hoping to bring balance back. But I think we've just never been taught how to process emotions. We've never been taught how to process anger or sadness. Um, yeah. I I was nine years old. My childhood best friend passed away. I was nine. He passed away as a brain with a brain tumor, and it was it was horrific. It was so sad, and I remember crying. I'm nine, best friend, childhood best friend, and and I remember even my my mom saying, "Hey, you can't feel sad. Imagine how his mom feels." Wow. So again. Wow. Right. Like we yeah. just have never been taught how to express emotion. Therefore, now as adults that are in, we're all in our 30s or 40s or, or older, we were angry, we're frustrated, we're uh, uh, sad. And, but we don't know what to do. We don't know how to express that well. And what usually happens, you know, this, right? Like men will go into just extreme anger all the time. Uh, they end up having affairs. They get, they become alcoholics. They start doing drugs. They start, looking at pornography, whatever they can do to try to release that. Because we don't know of another way to how, how to handle what's going on internally. So your hope, your thinking, your vision for this workshop is that men can get together and it's kind of a safe place. And I'll let you explain it yourself, but where some of those things can happen, where, where they don't necessarily walk in the door and have to start crying, but they have yeah, a place yeah. where that can naturally happen. So maybe, maybe say a little bit more, if you would, about that um, actual workshop. Yeah. So the workshop, it's for husbands and wives. And sometimes it's just easier to go into these things with your spouse. So um, versus 10 men who maybe don't know each other and you're going, okay, now we're going to learn about how to communicate. Well, that's weird. No, I'm not going. (laughs) Um, So we're going to go at the angle of, hey, let's start with, let's make our marriages better. Like first and foremost, foremost, God's called us uh, as men and and uh, and and as women to love each other well. So how do we do that well in a in a day and age where it's so much easier for me to turn on Netflix, sit on the couch when my kids go to bed, and zone out on Instagram, right? How do we communicate well? How do we handle conflict well? There's a really good way to handle conflict, and there's really poor ways to handle conflict. Majority of us guys and and gals in our 30s, we saw our parents just fight. We don't know how to do communication and conflict well, and so. Uh, that's what we're going to cover the first day is, is everybody has a communication style. We break it down into four parts. From there, we're going to go, here's, here's your spouse. Here's you. You need to become a master. Get your doctorate in, in yourself and your spouse and just how you communicate. The three C's of marriage, what are they? Communication, 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 right? It's what it all boils down to. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to learn how to ha- handle healthy conflict. Um, we call it active listening, but it's, it's really listening without 
loading your gun at the same time. It's just to yeah. listen. But we need to learn learn that. And if there's a framework to that. And then the next day, this Saturday, this would be the 11th on in the morning, we're going to talk about dreams and goals, kind of a mission statement and values. I'm a firm believer. A, each of us has a, a, a purpose and a calling, a God-given purpose and a God-given calling. But also as a married couple, your family has a mission and, and should have core values in place and, and a direction to even your kids know this is where we're headed. Yeah. And I always liken it to this, like how are people experiencing you when you, you know, we have a family of four, our, our family of four go out to dinner. How are people experiencing us? Are we loving? Are we fun? Are we laughing? Are we making our waiter or waitress feel comfortable and relaxed? Or are we the family that's inviting and warm and soft, right? That's a vibe. That's a great vibe. Or are we the family that we're bickering. The kids are a mess. They're crawling under the table. Food's being thrown on the floor. Mom and dad are just zoned out. Like, how are you being experienced? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important, especially for younger families to get, get their head wrapped around that and go, hey, this is how we want to be experienced. These are our goals. These are our values, just like an organization has values. Like, these are our values and our standards. And this is where we want to go. Maybe we we'll want to pay off our house in 10 years. Let's talk about that. Those are possible things. We want to go live in Italy for a year. Look, all right, let's plan that. Yeah. But, but no one's out there really helping young families do that. And that's what this workshop's for. And that's what I loved when you first described the workshop to me. So we often do premarital work, right? We want to prepare people really well. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of work to be done kind of when there is crisis in a marriage, when things have gotten difficult and, you know, they're, there's a question of whether we can still continue, but but there's work that can be done in preparing so that we don't have to get to that point. And so you're Correct. talking about younger marriages um, and younger families as well as others. But but so we're not necessarily the workshop isn't necessarily for people whose marriage is on the, the fritz, you know, although they could come if they wanted to learn something. But this is for any couple that wants to just invest in their relationship for the sake yeah. of their family. Yeah, we invest in, we're really good at investing in ourselves. And I say that kind of tongue in cheek. We'll go spend a lot of money on food and workout programs or whatever. I Oftentimes, we do not spend enough time investing in our marriages. And I think that's the number one thing you can invest in. And I learned the hard way. If I can in, invest in Stephanie and our marriage, then everything else falls in line from there, right? It goes, God, Steph, kids. Um, but the minute I get that out of whack, like, oh, I can I can immediately see how quickly the house of cards will fall. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're calling this a foundation workshop, because we're, we're just kind of going back and creating a baseline yeah. to go, OK, let's 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 tackle like four key issues to just create a solid foundation. Uh, we're going to offer coaching at afterwards, because I think now it's like, OK, we learned all this great stuff for two weeks. We're good. We're kind of back to that honeymoon phase. Things are rocking and rolling. Real life happens. And then what do we do now? And so we got to learn how to implement these things so that on a Thursday in the middle of March, conflict arises. We know what to do. We remember and, and we're solid in that. So say just a little more about that. So um, and, and you'll give us the details on the workshop towards yep. the end. But in addition to the workshop, um, you offer what you call coaching and, and you're specifically men's coaching, but probably also, you know, being able to talk with couples. So. How is coaching different um, from sort of the traditional counseling world, if you would? And what could someone expect um, who would come to you and say, okay, coach me, Vince, tell, tell me uh, how I can do a better job at being a husband and a father? Yeah. Uh, and I know we got to keep this short because I could, I, I could talk to him blue in the <laughs> face about, about this. I'll um, watch the clock. Okay. I'm going to... 
you, I'm a former athlete guy and, and I love sports. So I'm going to use a golf analogy. Um, <laughs> I love golf and I want to be really good at golf. I'm very competitive to almost to a fault. And, and so I realized I was decent enough at golf and I could carry my own. But if I ever wanted to get better at, at the game of golf, I needed to hire a coach. So I hired a coach and we worked a lot. And um, he was able to stand on the outside and point out things, little tweaks that I needed to increase, you know, whatever my swing or putting or whatever. And I slowly started seeing the, my scores go down and I slowly started realizing, wow, I'm getting better. Um, a year later, it's like, oh, I'm a, a whole different golfer. So I'm going to use that analogy to go in life. We can always be better at life. And as my role that I view as a coach, going back to athletics is I'm not playing the game for you. You're you're the one on the field. You're the one playing the game, but you need someone on the outside that's going to help you with the game plan, help you find what your strengths are and really just go, hey, let's keep working on those strengths. Find the opportunities. Some people call them weaknesses. I don't think anything's a weakness. It's just an opportunity or challenge that we have to get better. So we're going to find those opportunities and challenges to go, okay, now we need to work a little bit harder here. Maybe it is communication. Maybe it's sharing our feelings. Maybe it's prioritizing our time better, whatever it is. But we got to get a little bit better at that, create the game plan so that every day, you step out on the, the course or the field or the court of life, you know, I'm going to win today. I have the best shot at winning today. And that's the kind of coach I am. So let's mm -hmm. encourage you. I'm going to encourage the heck out of you. Um, we're going to bring a lot more fun. I don't think men have enough fun. Men are lonely. We don't have friends. So I'm all of that mm -hmm. in one. And I'm going to point you to Jesus and go, look, I believe first and foremost, I believe Jesus was a fun guy. Look, the first miracle. Where was he at? He was at a wedding. He was having fun. And, 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 and so let's have fun again. And I think there's beauty in life when you begin to live in your passion and your purpose. I love it. I love it. And and I want to just touch on something. And I know we, we don't have time to go into this in a lot of detail, but you, you talked a little bit about one of the struggles that men have. And I would say that, you know, many people have is this idea of juggling um, work and life. So, you know, you you just have this tug you, you, a lot of times, you know, not that all men are the primary breadwinner, but a lot of times they still are. And, um, but but you're coming in now from the entrepreneurial world and you've had to juggle those things. And I'm just curious, you know, are there some frameworks? Are there some ways that we can look at that besides feeling like we're constantly in a tug of war between my family and my job? Yeah. And I and I know that's a bigger question, but just like a little No, and I love that out. question. I love that question. Um I the work-life balance, I think it's just you'll never find true balance. I think it's a work-life flow, and I think it's gonna ebb and flow. And I mm -hmm. think never really, I mean, again, we're, we're called to work. Um, and, but you work in a healthy way. And so you create those boundaries to go, you know, to, uh, today I'm working, right. I'm technically on vacation, but I was like very upfront with my family today between certain times, like I'm working and now I'm all in, in this, I'm not worried about what's going on. And then when we, we are done, I'm going to go back to the kids and then I'm fully in there. So really for me, it's going, when I'm in, I'm in. When I'm off, I'm off. And I go back to core values. I think values are, are a wonderful framework to go, who am I? Where am I going? Do I have clarity alignment in that? And when you have clarity alignment in your values, then you're living in your purpose. And, and that's, that takes time. And that also then really makes you, it forces you to go, no, I can't do that. And you have to start saying no. And I think that's when we begin to say no in a, in a really healthy way. That's when that work-life flow starts becoming really easy to navigate. 
So it sounds like we just have to know what our purpose and core values are in order for us to live into the future that we want. And I'm curious if you're willing to just share, I mean, we've teased a little, we've heard a little bit from you, but what would you say um, is your purpose and and core values just to model what that actually looks like? Yeah. So I, I truly believe my purpose is to help other men and people, leaders live purpose-driven lives to actually dream for themselves. Again, we, we, if you're in your thirties or forties, there's a good chance you're not living your dream. You were living the thing your dad or your grandpa or your mom forced you into doing. Um, and so really figuring out who, who am I? Um, and I want to help and guide people into living into that life. Uh, I think we're all leaders. Look, regardless of a title, we lead. We, we lead by example. We lead our families. And so I want to help men become better people-first leaders where they're focused on others, not just themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, again, if we look at the God perspective, it's just to experience grace on a day-to-day basis, right? Grace for you, like grace is your gift. So how do you experience grace? With that's, that's living in your gift. And, and for me, it's leading men. It's leading people. And I want to do that with as many people as possible. Um, my core values, you asked. So I'll, I'll gladly state those. It's uh, the f- top five are fr- uh, freedom, fun, family, leadership, which I just talked about. And, and then grace again, right? Uh, I, I have to have my freedom. I have to be able to create, be autonomous, be fully me, be able to travel and explore and take walks on the beach when I want and golf when I want. Okay, so um, hang on. I just yes, want to, because the people listening. Oh, yeah. Can't and I talk see. fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> if you could see what I can see, since we're actually doing a video uh, conference as we're recording this, Vince has a backdrop, you know, talking about travel and fun. He is sitting somewhere very tropical. Um, I'll let him divulge where he is, um, looking like he's having a lot of fun, looking like he's enjoying the sunshine. So he's not just uh, talking the talk there, he's actually uh, li- living this out. So I'm sorry mm-hmm. I interrupted you. That's but- okay. Yeah. Uh, sitting in the backyard of the vacation rental that we've been coming here for, gosh, since my kids were tiny, took my kids a long time to realize this was not our second house. Um, (laughs) So, but it's in the backyard We're 45 steps to the ocean. And um, so I, I, I decided today was a great day to do a podcast with you. Um, Yeah. So that's the freedom, right? And then that equals fun. And if I'm having fun in my life, then I know I'm living in freedom and I know that I'm I'm really being called to who God's called me to be, which is to bring levity and lightness and joy to others. Uh, and then it's all about my family. I, when I was, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was 16, I told my neighbor, uh, her name was Janet. I love her. Um, I told her I wanted to be married in college and I wanted to have my first kid by 25. All I wanted to do was be a dad. I wanted to be a dad so dang much. And um, I got married when I was 20 to my high school sweetheart. We were in college, Bible college. And we would have, I would have had a, had a baby at the age of 24. We, we had two miscarriages, um, which led the way to Sydney, who's our oldest. And I was 25 when she was born. And I just, I absolutely love being a dad. And I, I want to spread that joy to other men because golly, being a, being a dad is so stinking fun. Um, and then leadership, right? Which I just talked about. I feel like uh, that's who I am. And when I get to live in those top four, freedom, fun, family, and leadership, then I experience God's grace all day, every day. And I'm just drenched in it. And I, I, all I want is more of that. I, I can't get enough of it. Wow. And I, I think that, you know, as we're talking a little bit about the workshop, um, I'm guessing that that's going to come across, you know, some of that passion that you have and the the understanding of grace and, and what grace is and how it can help you lead more. Um, yeah. 
Do you want to share just a little bit more? I know the the dates of the workshop, the the one that's going to be in St. Louis. Yes. Um, is February 10th from 6 to 8 p.m. Yep. And that's a Friday. And then Saturday, February 11th from 8.30 to 11 a.m. That's correct. So it's both times. So you're going to come to both of those. Um, and, and most of us like to break the workshops up a little bit just to give people a chance to kind of think and process a little bit and then come back again. What else do people need to know about who gets to come to this workshop? How do they register? Give us a, a little bit of the details. Too, yeah, you know. for sure. I am so excited for this workshop because this has been something that, again, you, I write down all my goals. This is a three years in the making. So I'm really excited to do this. Um, we will... Look, I, I say this is an ongoing conversation. I'm not going to be the one just talking the entire time. It's going to be interactive. We're going to share. We're going to be up and moving. That's how adults learn better. So uh, this is an ongoing conversation. And I just happen to be holding the mic. But we're all going to be sharing. We're all learning. And every time I do a workshop, even on my corporate side, when I do leadership workshops, I learn. I get invigorated by it. So it, if anything, it's just oh, it's so good for me and Stephanie to to go through this too. Uh, but we're, you know, like I said at the beginning, we're going to talk about communication. We're going to drill communication and conflict the first night because I think that's the basis for everything. It's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. Um, the next day, we're going to talk about purpose and core values. And I, again, I think it's a huge part. If, if you can't directly state, this is my purpose, these are my values, and this is where I'm headed, then we need to work together. Like, let's just start there. Uh, I think everybody needs to be able to state those articulately and clearly, um, especially guys, because otherwise we wander around aimlessly. And so we're going to talk about that on Saturday. That'll be a lighter. I mean, it's all going to be fun. I'm going to make, we're going to laugh. We're going to have food, uh, but we're going to set up the space more like a living room. It's not going to be necessarily tables and chairs. And uh, I'll wear a hat because that's what I do because I'm losing my hair and, and I'm as laid back as they come, but we're going to get, we're going to get down to the nuts and bolts, but we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. And my goal for the, everybody who comes, we're going to limit it to 10 couples. So that's 20 okay. people. Um, and, and I have a hunch this will go. The, everybody will sign. I think that's good. The signups are going to go quickly. But uh, my goal is that you walk away, one, with a better understanding of your spouse and yourself. And number two, that you make new friends that are going through this journey with you. And then number three, that you know that you have someone that you can bounce ideas off of and talk to. Um, and number four, you go, hey, honey. I want to be a better communicator. I want to be a better spouse for you. We just learned this. Let's practice this. Wow. Um, that's Those are my goals. Like if we walk away with the couples that that's what they walk away with, then we just did what we were supposed to do. So the signups, we're going to have signups on both the Chesterfield Counseling Associates website or mine. So either one, my website. Okay, we'll put those in, links. Yeah. We'll put yeah. those links in the notes too. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, and I'm going to be, throwing it out there on the Instagrams and the TikToks. I don't know, really know how to use TikTok. It's frustrating to me because I've hit that thing, but just that ask age. your daughter, ask your I daughter. Know. She'll tell you how. Well, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's where all the signups will be great. is on the interwebs. On the interwebs. Great. Um, is there anything else, Vince? We, this was a lot of, uh, a lot of information, but it sounds like a great opportunity. Um, for couples, for men, for anyone who really wants to start thinking about laying a solid foundation for their life, for their marriage, working out things um, with another man, you know, and and having that opportunity to share from the heart without feeling like it's stiff or um, clinical. Anything else you want people to know about you or about the workshop? Um, you have the the audience still. Uh, 
come to the workshop. I think the best way to experience me and, and Stephanie like together, you just got to experience us. Like that's what we say. And we've done this with the crossing. We used to do premarital work a lot. I think premarital is so important. And then after three years you or you have a baby, you're like, wait, I, this is a whole new game. And I think yeah. just continually improving. Uh, Tony Robbins uses the acronym CANI, C-A-N-I, right? Which is constant and never ending improvement. I think that's where we need to live our lives. Constantly be better, constantly improve, not just for ourselves or our family, but the world around us. We need you. We need you to step up and lead. And that's what I want to help people with. Wonderful. Well, we can't wait. Um, look in the notes for more details about how to register um, and how to connect with um, Vince um, if you want to do that. So thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your lovely Florida vacation. Um, thank you. Look forward to seeing you um, on the 10th. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome, Vince.